Joseph the carpenter. We remember him. They didn't receive. So he's now reminding them, hey, you know what? Just as there were many lepers, but only one was healed, and he was even an outsider. He is foretelling of the Gentiles that will come in, that will be grafted in to the fig tree, to the olive tree. Hallelujah. How many have you met? How many of you met that just come along? I've met, I've met Buddhists, I've met uh, Hindus, I've met um, Muslims that have just been healed like that. Have been healed like that. I've met some people that have been healed, delivered. I've even heard of stories of people being raised from the dead. But then in turn, they're backslid. It's crazy. When God has done such marvelous wonders in our sight. What about the maternal direction? When you find favor with God, suddenly whatever you touch begins to prosper and people will begin to wonder how. That's true. Even the material possessions that you have, all of a sudden they'll say, how did you get that? How did you get this? Divine favor can give you just one contract or contract and all of a sudden you find the rest of your life you can enjoy. All you need is one business idea. Bang! It can change your life. Let's look at this again. Luke 5 verse 1 to 7. Jesus was preaching by the seaside. He saw two boats. One belonged to Peter one belonged to someone else. And by favor of God, it was Peter's boat that was chosen. Because he jumped into that boat. But even when the favor come, he, after he preached, he said, yeah, go out. And he started to, he had to actually call the other boat that was next to him. Say, come and help. There's too much fish here. When that favor rests upon you, it will even start to spread out upon others. But Jesus didn't choose both of them. He chose one. And Peter was chosen on that particular day. When God decides to favor you, you cannot escape even prosperity. Whether you like it or not, when God designs to favor you, he will bless you. And it's not because you've been pursuing those things, people. It's because you have become righteous before God. Because you're walking in that understanding of his promises upon your life. You're confessing them. You're speaking them forth. Said, my God is a covenant keeping God. He will meet his covenant promises. God has a covenant plan for you. Are you claiming them? Are you walking in that faith? Even when it looks impossible now. God will bring about. When God says, I'm going to prosper you. Prosperity will come. That's why I love, according to Joshua 1.8, it says, When you meditate on this word of God day and night, you will be blessed. You will be prosperous in all your ways. Hallelujah. Get into the word of God. You'll start to prosper. You'll start to be rich from the inside and it will flow out. If God chooses to prosper you, it will happen. If he said it, it will happen. 
when you learn to deny yourself first and pick up your cross and follow Jesus Christ every day, He will give you the grace to overcome every obstacle. Hallelujah. What about this? If you have even been considered barren and God decides to favor you suddenly, those who have been laughing against you will begin to laugh with you. So many people I've met over the time that have been barren for years, but all of a sudden they had a breakthrough on the 12th year. They had a breakthrough on the 10th year. They had a breakthrough on the 7th year. They had a breakthrough at whatever time. But what they pushed through, everybody shunned them. Everybody laughed at them. But as soon as that promise came, what happened? They were blessed. And so it happened when Eli, who he had come across, and he saw Hannah within the temple. And then Eli answered and said, Go in peace. And the God of Israel grant your petition, which you have asked of him. And he said, Let your maidservant find favor in your sight. Hallelujah. Favor will locate you. Favor will locate you. And also those who laughed against you will end up rejoicing with you. Hallelujah. Because only God can get the miracle in such a testament. Hallelujah. Now when you read Proverbs 18.22, the Bible says, He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. All those men out there that are praying for a wife, make sure you ask of the Lord to bring that correct one because when He brings the right one, there is favor that we will be blessed with. Hallelujah. Amen. Otherwise, that woman can bring a reproach to your household, a reproach to your name. Be careful in your selection. And for those young women out there, don't just choose the next male that comes along. Wait and pray. Study those people. Observe those people. Take some time to see how they operate under pressure because that's what you're going to be dealing with in the marriage. During the honeymoon period, it's all, oh, love, love. As soon as that dies down, you need to see them being tested. You need to see them under trial. That's who the real person is. Hallelujah. So if you have no husband, you'll get a husband, amen? If you have no wife, you'll get a wife. If you are barren, you will have children in the name of Jesus Christ. When God decides to favor you mentally, suddenly you begin to have wisdom that you never, ever could explain. Now we know Solomon, what did he ask for? He asked for wisdom. But even in that wisdom, he was derailed. But here we see, according to Daniel, his prayer was this, in Daniel 2.20, it says, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. And he changes the times and the seasons. He removes kings and raises up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals deep, deep the secret things. He knows what is in the darkness and light dwells within him. And James 1.5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. 
but let him ask in faith with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. Now, the idea of praying for something sounds good, but without faith it means nothing. You've got to believe what you're asking for. Otherwise, what happens? You're going to be like a, a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. You don't want to be a double-minded person. Your yes is yes and your no is no. You will find when God decides to favor somebody mentally, he has wisdom. He himself cannot even explain. God will give you that gift of what? Divine wisdom. It will come to you. Hallelujah. Everyone who is born again or baptized in the Holy Spirit is a minister of God. And all who are waiting for his favor from God, God will give it to you. When a minister finds favor even with God, it becomes easy for him to do the work of God that he started out to do. Because all of a sudden he will minister and souls will just come. How did that happen? That's favor. That's God's favor upon your life, even in your ministry life. Hallelujah. So we see here, there are many, you know, we, we, we say double-fold, double-fold blessing or, you know, triple-fold blessing. But we see that when favor comes on, there are multiple folds of blessing that come upon your life. When we study the life of Joseph, he had it all around him. The favor was there. Hallelujah. It was materially there. According to Genesis uh, 45, verse 4 to 13, Jesus said, God has made me Lord over all of Egypt. And he sent to his father and said, Come with all your family, and I will feed you for the rest of your life. Isn't that kind of a good favor? To be able to say to your parents, Hey, come and live with me, because I'll provide for you for the rest of your life. Wow, that's 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 a huge that's someone that's favored materially that you'll be able to do that. What about mental favor? According to Genesis forty nine verse thirty nine, um, it says uh, Joseph was referred to here by Pharaoh, and Pharaoh said, "Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Inasmuch as God has shown you all this, there is no one as discerning and wise as you, because what Joseph found favor with God." And he has a mental capacity that is frightening. Hallelujah. Who can understand vivid dreams? Who can understand visions? And who can understand the times that we have other than having the wisdom of God? Genesis 49, uh, 41 verse 45. And Pharaoh called Joseph's name uh, and he gave him a wife. God will give you your wife. He didn't even have no say in it. It just came his way. God will provide for you when you keep your eyes on the job. Hallelujah. Um, it's also read according to Genesis 48 verses 8 to 20, but in particular verse 15. And and this is the father um, 
you know, his father, Jacob, who's now blessing him, and he blessed Joseph and said, God, before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac walked, the God who has fed me all of my life long to this day, the angel who has redeemed me from all evil, bless the lads. Let my name be named upon them and the name of my fathers Abraham and Isaac. And let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. You will discover that in the name of Joseph there was peace. And in his home there was peace. There was harmony in his home because the favor of God rested upon him. He had two sons. Everything anybody could ever want in a home. He didn't even have to look for a wife. One was given to him. He had what? Favor. God wants to give you favor. What about materially? We even go on. Uh, in Genesis 39 verse 21 it says, But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy, and he gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners who were in the prison, whatever he did. So everything Joseph touched prospered even when he was in his prison. Hallelujah! Even in your darkest hour, God can prosper you if you keep the right mindset, if you stay humble before the Lord. Very soon he became the man in charge of everybody. Imagine that, if anyone did you any mean. But he chose to forgive them. He forgave even his betrayers. He had the opportunity to cut off their heads. But he chose to forgive even his brothers and forgive them for the wicked that they had did to him. Hallelujah. So if we go through the Bible, uh, we'll also see divine favor. See, some people uh, did, did attract the favor of God upon their lives. And what others did uh, to separate from the love, uh, from the favor of God. So what, what must one do, or what, what can one do to separate from the favor of God? We've told you about all the things that, uh, uh, you know, attract God's attention and favor through our Christian walk. But what are some of the things? Disobedience to God is the first one. Disobedience. Saul enjoyed the favor of God and was even selected as the first king of Israel. But through disobedience, he lost divine favor. And what did uh, Samuel say to him? He says, Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. He said, Everything you've done in your flesh because of the fear of man, because of the fear of people, you chose to please people, you chose to fear people more than you do God. Choose to put God first. Obedience is better than sacrifice. What about sexual sin? We saw Samson losing the favor of God due to his immoral moral lifestyle. All kinds of sexual sins and immoral lifestyle will make a man or a woman to lose the favor of God. Judges 16, 18 says, When Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she sent and called for the lords of the Philistines, saying, Come, come up once more now. And then moving on to um, verse 19, then lulled, then she lulled him to sleep on her knees and called for the men who had shaved off the seven locks of his head. 
Then she began to torment him, and his strength left him. So sexual sin will lose the favor of God. Hallelujah. So we don't want to go down that track, do we? What about another one? Pride. The Bible says pride will come before the fall. Satan was the anointed cherub at the throne of God. He lost the highly placed position due to what? Pride. God will give grace, favor, inclusive to the humble, but he will resist the proud person. Naaman was almost losing the, the favor of his selective miracle due to pride, but was able to retain it when he humbled himself and listened to the servant girl that told him, do as you're told. Hallelujah. Sometimes our pride, we can miss the favor of God because we choose not to take it. Uh, what about stinginess and a lack of giving? Those that know how to give are always abounding in the favor of God. Let, let's look at this. There are two widows. There was a widow with Elijah, and there was a Shunammite woman uh, also. Uh, she wasn't a widow, but she was favored by Elisha. They had given what they had. One had uh, built a special room even for the prophet. And because she did that, what happened? And in turn, her desire was she was barren, that she would conceive a child. And she did, according to the prophet's word. And then later on, when that child got older, it got sick. So she went back to the same man of God, and the son was rose from the dead. And the same thing happened with Elijah. He went to the widow's house, and she only had her last meal that was left there. She gave it and sacrificed it for Elijah. She was about to have her last meal and die. Not only did she get multiplication in all her food from that time and water, but also the son died later on and Elijah raised the son from the dead. Hallelujah! When favor locates you, you've got to learn not to be stingy or lack giving. Learn to not. What does the Bible tell us in Malachi 3 8? It says, Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have I robbed you? In tithes and offerings. You are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation, bringing all the tithes into the storehouse. <clears throat> and there may be food in my house. And try me now, and this is the Lord of hosts. For if I will not open up for the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessings, that you will not have room enough to receive it, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, so that... He will not destroy the fruit of the ground, nor shall the vine fall to bear fruit on you in the field, says the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. See, there is a divine promise. Now, the Bible says, according to the New Testament, it says, be a cheerful giver. Right? Be a cheerful giver. Not grudgingly, not like, you know, you, 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 you want to have your pen in your pocket, just give a couple of cents. When the Holy Spirit tells you to give, learn to give. I've learned that because I've learned I've learned that through selling everything and coming to follow the Lord. When I go to nations, I give all my clothes away. I come back empty-handed, right? And it feels so good. It's more rewarding giving than receiving the gifts, let me tell you. But God provides for you. 
you know, I've given my shoes away, had to walk bare feet, and someone bought me another pair of shoes. I didn't ask them to do it. God will always give us as we learn to give. The, the more stingy you are, then you wonder why the favor of God is not upon your life. Learn to give, and it shall be given to you. Where does it start? Give to God what is God's. And then give to those that the Holy Spirit leads you to. Those things can stop your blessings. What about a lack of faithfulness in the service of God? If a, if a person is faithful in the service of God, they will enjoy divine favor. Noah was faithful and his family were favorably preserved. Hallelujah! The wife of the late... Um, of, of, of... Sorry. Um, what about sowing the seed of wickedness? Sowing the seed of wickedness. The door of favor shall be shut against anyone sowing the seed of wickedness against others. A man will reap what he, what? What he sows. Let's look at this in Judges 1, verses 5 to 7. And they found Abani Bezek in Bezek and brought against him. And they defeated the Canaanites and the Perizzites. Then Adonai Bezek fled and they pursued him and caught him and cut off his thumbs and big toes. And Adonai Bezek said, Seventy kings with their thumbs and big toes cut off, used to gather scraps under my table. As I have done, so God has repaid me. Then they brought him to Jerusalem and he died there. So what you sowed wickedness, you'll reap. That's what happened to him. What else? Prayerlessness. Prayer remains one of the most effective keys that unlocks the door of favor in your life. You ain't praying, don't expect favor to come. When Esther prayed, she found favor before the king. Likewise, Nehemiah prayed and received favor. In prayer, we can lay hold of God's promises in his word, and the door of favor shall be opened, what? Unto us. So favor is a divine thing that God has for each person. What does favor do? If we're going to bring a conclusion. It produces supernatural promotion and increase. It brings restoration of everything the enemy has stolen. Exodus 3.21 says, And I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, and it shall be when you go that you shall not go empty-handed. Hallelujah. I like that. Bring honor even in the midst of your adversaries. God has a promise. Produce increased assets. Deuteronomy 33.23 says, uh, Satisfied with favor and full of the blessings of the Lord, possess the west and the south. What else will happen? Give great and unusual victories even against impossible odds. Joshua 6.20 So the people shouted with the priests, blew the trumpets, and it happened when the people heard the sound of the trumpet and the people shouted with a great shout that what? The wall fell down flat. 
when the people went out up upon the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. Give recognition and promotion even when you seem to the least likely one to receive it. According to 1 Samuel 16:22, then Saul said to Jesse, saying, "Please let David stand before me, for he has found favor in my sight." Hallelujah. Produce a prominence and uh, and favor of kindness upon people's lives. Get petitions granted, even by ungodly civil authority. We saw that even with uh, Esther 5.8. She was even able to change rules, regulations, even laws that were changed in that society. Because when she came before the king, she said, if I found favor in his sight and the thing seems right to the king, then I am pleasing in his eyes. Let it be written to revoke the letters devised by Haman. You can even revoke laws with favor through prayer. God can change things that are in place that you think can never be changed because you're willing to pray and stand up for what is right. Hallelujah. You can win battles that you did not even have to fight because God will what? He will fight for you. Psalm 44 verse 3 says, For they did not gain possession of the land by their own sword, nor did their own arm save them, but it was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your countenance because you favored them. But there is a price to be paid, people. And that is righteousness. It comes through the new birth and through the continual in total obedience of the Word of God. When we learn to submit daily to the Word of God, then favor will find us. Favor will rest upon you. When you know that God is with you, then who can be against you? Greater is he that lives in you than he that lives in the world. You are more than a conqueror. See, it's having these promises. It's having these understandings that you know that you are favored. You're a favored people. You're a royal priesthood. Hallelujah. And God has a purpose and a plan for each of our lives. So therefore, be separated from the things of this world. Come out from your sin. Come out from your transgression. Come out from those things that could hinder your blessing. That could hinder the anointing. That could hinder God's favor upon your life. Hallelujah. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you for each person, Lord, that is listening today. Lord, that you would find favor upon them. That you would locate them right now. And even upon their loved ones, Lord. Lord, that you would locate their loved ones today and bring favor to their lives in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, that we would have that special privilege. Lord, that you've provided us with advantages. Lord, through the anointing, through the grace of God, through the favor of God. Lord, I pray for each person that needs that breakthrough today. Lord, that you will bring that breakthrough within their lives in the name of Jesus Christ. Every hindrance that is blocking them from moving into their inherited blessings and favor that is upon their life, be removed today in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you for your favor to rest upon them. Lord, we just come before you. I just want you right now just to come before the Lord and just repent of all your sins right now.
that the righteous blood of Jesus would cover you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Just repeat after me. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father today, today I, repent I repent of all of my sins, of all of my sins since the day of my birth. Every known and unknown sin. Wash me and forgive me. I receive your Son, Jesus Christ, as my Lord, as my God, and as my personal Savior. And from today, I am born again. I'm a new creation. Send me your Holy Spirit to lead me to guide me into all truth in Jesus mighty name Amen may the Lord bless you this is Pastor Robert Clancy from Narrow Path Ministries in Perth, Western Australia it is time to catch the fire of Repentance Revival as we prepare 